Greetings, listeners. Welcome to Space Cowboys, a Roswell, New Mexico podcast here on purefandom.com. I am one of your hosts, Liz, joined by my co-host, Meg Bonnie. Oh my God. Hey. Okay. So listen, guys, we're going to give like quick hits of what happened, but there's so much to theorize. We got lots of theories. We know that's what you guys love the most anyways. So we're really going to be digging deep in this podcast, in this podcast. No, no. I see what you did there. I liked it. I know. Starting the puns early. Okay. So Meg, give us the quick synopsis of two, two, nine. And let's- it, wait, two, nine or two, 10. Things are flying very fast here. No, I'm sorry. You're right. It's two, 10. No, it's two, nine. No, it's two, nine. <laughs> Yay, guys. We're no, doing it great. Nine. No, it's two, nine. But based on the- Yes. Promo for 210. There's like, we have the thoughts. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to quick talk about the episode that aired last week, which was 209 called The Diner. And that was directed by, wait, let me make sure I don't miss say who was directed by. I think it was was by Aisha Tyler. Yes. I wanted to make sure that was the right episode. So it was directed by Aisha Tyler. It was so good. Like there's so many good lighting shots, which we will probably not talk about in depth because we don't get to theories like you said mm-hmm. so here's what went down on 29 the diner after uncovering a surprising connection to their past michael and isabel learn the painful truth about the night trip attacked their mothers meanwhile alex confronts his father about their troubled family history elsewhere kyle's first date with staff takes an awkward turn after liz inadvertently becomes a third wheel which i loved that whole thing that was hilarious I was like, oh my God, just go upstairs. What are you doing? I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it was really cute. The dialogue was good. It was, everything was like one, you know, bam after another. Loved it. Um, but let's talk about the, the juiciness of that whole scene. And that is that Liz is 1000% going to take that DNA that she took at the end of the episode, test on it, and save Steph's life. Absolutely. And my other thought about that is what if she tests on it and realizes, dun, 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 girlfriend's an alien. Like, because we talked about a few weeks ago, you know, with the twin thing, mm-hmm. we still don't know what's going on with the twin thing here. It's okay. The twin thing. We, Do I, it. Okay, so I have a couple random, really crazy theories about what's going on with the twins. Theory number one, because of all of the testing that went on in Caulfield, you know, that resulted in like maybe like double gene development in embryo or whatever. That's kind of the more logical, I guess, if there could be a logical explanation, that's what it could be. My other theory is that, um, well, I guess this would be a part of that theory. What if, this seems, this sounds really silly, but I feel like I have to put it out there. Do it. So Max and Isabel, clearly they're aliens, right? But what if like, I don't know, for some reason I'm like, what if they actually weren't born on their planet and like the flashbacks max is seeing is like flashbacks of something else i know that's like really really stupid but like i'm just thinking like what if those aren't his flashbacks that he's seeing like you know how 
Maria sees visions of other things. Like what if he's seeing visions of other things and that wasn't really him? I don't want to go down that route, but I'm just throwing that out there because I, I don't know what's happening in the show in a, in a very, very good way. There's like a lot that's about to unravel. That's probably the dumbest theory I've ever come up with and a really poor one to start this podcast with. But I just, I have to think through my thoughts as we're talking about this twin stuff. Cause I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this twin stuff? I don't think it's a dumb theory because I mean, that flashback was very limited in what we saw and those white outfits, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what they were wearing during the crash. So like that could have happened like right after the crash. Like we don't really know when it happened. We know that he was a kid when he was put into the pods. Maybe it was like right after they crashed that he was put into the pods. And, and we're maybe- just meant to believe that was, you know, their quote unquote yeah. on. I don't know. So that's just one thing to think about. But to bring it back to Steph and being a twin and, you know, having this disorder. Because wait, is Steph a twin? Did we determine that or not? No, we just think that Steph is a twin. We just think that Steph is a twin. Okay. We thought that she might be. But with her disorder, um, not only is is Liz going against what Max and – or what she told Max and everybody else, but as – you know, uh, Mr. Valenti reminded her, you are putting the alien's exposure at risk. Like, if you do that, they will eventually be exposed. And, you know, Liz may not like to admit this, but she is choosing science over, like, her loyalty to Max right now. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not thinking clearly. She's definitely blinded by science. Mm-hmm. She blinded me with science. Science. Yes. Blinded me with science. Burr, yeah. Burr, burr, burr. yeah. Which so, I did, and it's for the so greater good, but, like, what are you going to do to these aliens? Like, what's going to happen to them? You already saw how they were experimented on at Caulfield. Like, you're risking these unexposed aliens to fall victim to something like that, and you won't be able to stop it. Yeah, and – that that's the thing is she she comes from such a good place to do it to want to heal and want to help but at the same time like you think people are just like oh cool like you have this cure great we don't need your science on it we'll just take it like obviously people are going to investigate and try to figure out the root of of everything that she started with so yeah i feel like she's gonna cause some drama well can we talk about Jenna's sister, Jenna Cameron's sister, that's exactly what happened to her. Like, exactly what happened. And look where she is now. And who knows what happened with that technology or with that, those findings, that research. So she's, she's opening up a whole can of worms. She is. And, like, it's not great. Because no. not only is she going to endanger, like, half of the characters of this show, um, <laughs> But, like, her boyfriend that she spent all this time, like, bringing back to life, she's going to put him in jeopardy and him in danger. And he's, like, such, like, a martyr hero guy. Like, he he's going to be so torn trying to protect his family and, like, his quote-unquote people. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really interesting. I think that's going to be the wedge we see between them and their, like, little perfectness that they got going on. I know. Speaking of perfectness, how cute were Kyle and Steph? Who are both like former a-holes mm-hmm. which she still has like 
such an edge to her stuff. I, I like her because it's like she says all the stuff that characters like that you think that characters should say. Like, why wouldn't you just get up and yell at her? Right. But like they never do. They just like stare out the window. Mm-hmm. She's like, listen, you know, and I, I liked her. I appreciated that. Me too. That little bit. Well, she doesn't have time like- to waste. No, and I feel like her and Rosa would be such a fun scene to get them together. I feel like going back and forth between the two of them would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that Kyle was – he's hes kind of like the other side of things. You know, Liz is really getting invasive and diving right in. I thought it was funny that she was, like, calling Kyle out for looking at her file – but, like, um, hello, Liz, what are you doing? Like, you're legit oh God, doing the right? same thing. Yeah. But he was doing it because he didn't want to be, like, invasive to her. And he just took a little peek. I mean, like, of course he did. If we're he comparing apples to apples here, you know. Yeah. And, like, she obviously didn't mention it. Like, we kind of were like, what the hell? They didn't even talk about it the last time they saw each other. That was weird. But now he's kind of like, listen, sweetie, like. I know something's up. I know you've got something going on. And she's like, oh, dude, like, I thought you saw me as not just a manila folder. So I hope that they work it out because I really like that they have this, like, a-hole to awesome vibe going on. And I kind of want to see, like, how that plays out with the two of them. Me too. I think they both deserve it. Mm-hmm. They both deserve each other. And um, they, they keep. And Meg is just, you know, she – or Meg. Liz is <laughs> staring at you your your name's liz yes my name is liz liz yeah. is going down liz orteco um you know the 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 rabbit hole to not a good place um but let's so let's talk about well let's kind of segue into max so he got arrested mm-hmm. obviously he got cleared valenti came in and helped sort things with his mom telling her the truth but not really great but through that, what we learned was Max was the one that was freaking out, having all these issues. He was the one drawn on the walls in the nursing homes, and Michael was the one protecting him. I think a couple big things to point out here. One, Michael is, and I think this is something that was implied that he learned as well through um, learning the truth or what we think is the truth about what happened to his mom, Nora, he's so much like her in that, you know, it was about sacrificing whatever you had to in order to protect someone else or someone else you loved. And he, you know, he innately or whether he was, I mean, he couldn't have been told to because he didn't really know his mom or remember his mom when he came out of the pod. He knew he had to protect Max in that nursing home. He knew he had to. And Max, you know, as we learned a few episodes ago, has been trying to pay him back, if you will, for that, I think, in a way, and make sure he's okay for, you know, the last however many years. But I think everyone's saying we need to protect the child, protect the child, protect the child. I think we know it's Max, but if it's not Max, who else would it be? Because we yeah. already saw, like, Nora protect or, – or, like, say we need to protect the child. Then Michael growing up was trying to protect Max. Um, why are we protecting him? Why is he the savior? Who's the guy with the hand? Like, this is these, – these are the things I'm thinking about now. What if they were talking about her baby, 
her unborn baby, we know she's going to have a baby. Like she's the only one that can protect the baby, and that's why they said the that child. They, the, they're the child because she was with a child. She was with child. Yes. Um, also, I thought it was a really good point when Michael kept bringing up like, "There's no way this dude remembers word for word what was said." So maybe like he thought he remembered the child. Maybe it was children, and it was all of them. You know, like we don't really know if. Walt's memory and recollection was word for word. It's what he thinks was word for word, but we haven't, like, I would love to get the perspective of someone else who was there. And I don't know how we would do that. Or maybe even like an Isabel flashback or like, I feel like going in and yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Maria and Isabel, like how they, they like went into the scene. Um, Cause I feel like it is, it's very true that he probably remembers the big things, but to remember word for word what happened all those years later when he was like really little when it happened, I think that's like a good point to make that Michael made that there maybe is like little alterations to the story. Like maybe it's the same events. Maybe the dialogue is going to be a little different if we get to see it actually play out. Well, and Alex, you know, made a good point in saying the specifics of the dialogue are very important. And through his investigating, you know, we found out a ton let's just dive into that trip. Not really a bad guy. I mean, the, they alluded to the fact that he could have been, you know, quote unquote brainwashed by Nora, but I think he was actually a good guy Mm -hmm. trying to protect them the whole time. What if, what if, okay, we have Sergeant Maines, you know, he's, as we called it, he was faking. Everybody knows it. We all knew you were a faker. We were just waiting to see why. We find out that his dad, it was his dad, right? Tripp's brother, who's a total a-hole. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's an a-hole mains and there's good mains. Which one is Jesse? I would like to think that Jesse is, and you know, I was like total not team Jesse last week. Now I'm thinking Jesse is a good guy. And he's lit- good enough, good in a sense where he is trying to protect his sons that's why he put them all in the military because the child louise had is like their grandma and in order to protect them and make sure that they meaning that child had a baby which jesse married and had his children with Mm -hmm. or something i don't know something like that and in order to hide them in plain sight he had them all go into the military you know he made them like mains men and kind of, I don't know, maybe just tr- just tried to make them traditionally what you would think they would be in that situation in order to protect them. Like the total opposite of what, I don't know, I guess trying to do what Trip did, but a little better. That makes sense. Maybe. I could definitely see that. Maybe a good little twist. Yeah, and I think, because I was thinking about, like, Jesse and, like, if he had a redemption arc, like how could you get past what happened with him and Michael and Alex? And then I was thinking about it. Well, he knew about aliens and he knew that Michael was an alien, which is pretty likely at that point. Mm -hmm. It would make sense that he would go for his hand. Like at that point, what he knew of the aliens and the way that they like killed people and hurt people was through their hands. Mm -hmm. So maybe he's like, don't put your hands on my son. And it wasn't necessarily like the fact that he was male and like, at, maybe he didn't care about that. I'm not trying to justify what he did, but you know right. what I mean? Like, 
Just trying to figure out the redemption. Yeah. Yeah. You have he had a hammer and like the first thing he did was what he went from Michael's hand. And I always thought that was a little weird when it happened, but I never really thought about it too much. But it's probably because like the handprint and like that's such a an iconic thing with the aliens and how they hurt people. Mm-hmm. So maybe that is, you know, as a protective parent, that's what he jumped to. And right. we were led to believe it was just because they were like hooking up. Maybe right. it was more get your fucking hand off my kid because I know what alien hands do. Right. You know? So maybe if we get a little more redemption-y stuff from Jesse, like I hope they go back to that and kind of explain his mm-hmm. thoughts on like what happened there because like that is what painted him as like stone cold evil for so long. To Well, and how could that, I mean, how could, imagine what that would do to out poor Alex, you know, but there's always a character where you're like, oh, you have those moments where you're like, oh my God, I'm tortured soul, holy shit. Like what would that do to him if he was like, this is why I did this. This is why I did this. And you went back to every like terrible moment in Alex's life and saw the perspective of, I was actually trying to protect you. I don't know. I'm not like saying I want to be, I know I just said like, I'm team Jesse. <laughs> I'm only team Jesse to where. I want, I, I would love the big twist to come to where his methods may not have been great, but maybe the motivation behind them were to protect. Right. I don't know. I, don't know. No, I see what you're saying. Cause like we saw his dad was definitely like very strict and very like mm-hmm. military minded. Whereas like Trip, who he, Jesse really had a connection with Trip was much more laid back. So like, he could have definitely had that trip influence, but when it came to discipline, all he really knew was what his dad did and like that protectiveness. That's kind of what he did. So I guess it remains to be seen what Jesse will really do, but I love that theory that it's somehow like that child or the uh, like another alien is connected to Alex and the Maine's men, the, the Maine's brothers of, you know, Alex. Because remember in season one, they go to that, um, I think they went to a reservation and they were talking about a woman who was there who didn't speak, but spoke once like the pods were opened or something like that. Like, I feel like that is somehow tied to this whole storyline. I have no idea how, but I don't. we'll just throw that out there. That's what we're thinking. (laughs) Well, so then on the other side of that, what if he's, what if Jesse is, you know, by definition, a Maine's man, like his dad, and he was pretending to be injured in all of this because he knew his son would figure out what he's been looking for, like maybe this missing alien or something, and he was really just using him, and he is a terrible person. That Mm -hmm. could be it, too, because why else would he give, you know, pretending to be drunk and sickly, why else would he give Alex that paper that Tripp gave him? Right. Like, why else would he say he gave this to me unless he was like, I need you to figure this out for me because I haven't been able to figure it out. But maybe you've unsleuthed some things that I haven't been able to find out yet. Like he recognizes that Alex is better at this than he is Mm -hmm. because he's already figured out shit that he has and he's already had the upper hand a couple of times on Jesse. Yeah. Like sometimes evil is just fucking evil. Now that we're talking through it, I actually think that's what it is. But, uh, damn. We could go either way, folks. Okay. Like, we love a juicy story. Mm-hmm. Give it to us. So speaking of juicy stories and giving it to me and you, 
mm-hmm. which I, we talk about Malik's. Mm-hmm. So it was very, it was a, kind of a brief thing. And I just, it was just so good when Michael was just so distraught and upset from, you know, all the stuff with Walt and finding that out. So he called Alex and he said, he's all like cowboy leaning against the wall. He's got his head down. And I was like, yes, thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Whoever decided this season, he gets to wear a cowboy head all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. Bless you. Mm -hmm. So he says, Blessings. Right. Mm -hmm. Blessings to all. He says, you came. And and then Alex is like, well, you asked me to. I was like, (laughs) get get married. (laughs) And like, I love you, Maria. said it like, I love where they are right now too, because they're like, yeah, we knew, we know we're bound to be together, but like, Mm -hmm. cannot right now. But of course I'll be here for you when you need me. But like, we just, again, the fact that they're in their late twenties, it's just a different vibe and I'm here for it. Yes. And like, he just wanted to talk it out with him. Mm -hmm. And I think like Maria having all of her own like alien drama stuff going on, like, Mm -hmm. He and he wanted to talk to someone who knows him and know like knows his history. Like Maria's kind of his new chapter, but Alex is like his past, and Alex knows all of that darkness that he carries and like those feelings that he carries, like resentment and abandonment. So I think it was really cool to see him want to talk about that with Alex. Mm-hmm. Big fan of that. Can we also talk before we get to our our theories? Yeah. Um, that. So let's go to the, the flashback in 1947 when Walt is telling them the flashback. Um, Louise and Nora and, like, their connection. Because we didn't really get a lot of them. We just know that Nora is, like, the protector of Louise and that Louise has powers. We've seen that. Mm-hmm. We don't know if Nora does. We haven't really seen anything from her, right? Am I mistaken? I think it's implied she can do stuff with the mind. Um, especially yeah, like mess with their heads a little bit. Well, actually, I take that back. We know she has her powers because of Caulfield. She was able to, um, the mind thing to to show her to show him who she who she was. So maybe she just doesn't have like combat powers. Like she can't like like how Louise like pushes people. You know, with that force she does. Yeah. So you know, different vibes, but kind of like the Pod Squad. They have different. Mm stuff yes. they can do yes. um but yeah if you think about it, like michael does he's got more mind stuff like he does a lot of mind stuff too so mm-hmm. that's good i like it so that look that they give each other louise and nora and it was just like so weighted even though like we didn't really get to know much of their stories like you know there's like such a bond and a history there like, it made me really, really want, like, a full 1947 and, like, be- beyond that, like, back, mm-hmm. you know, before they came here. I want to know more about their stories. Like, I would watch a whole episode, a whole spinoff of just, like, how they got to be at this point of their connection. I thought that was really cool. And we know that yes. Louise is alive, too. Like, hey. I know. She's fun. alive. That's a bombshell. What if Louise and Nora, so the only other time we've seen a connection like that with unspoken word is um, Max and Isabel. So what if Louise and Nora are also twins? Okay. So maybe like the pod squad, we, we don't, we don't super know if Louise is actually their mom. We just like 
It's well, that assumed. trailer says she's not. Well, that trailer said, okay, hold, well, hold the phone. Back up to Charlie, unpack it, unpack it. Yes. So the trailer for the new episode, for episode 10, said who we believe the soldier in it is um, another hot mains brother. I'm just assuming because he's super hot and he's in uniform. Let's just say it's another hot mains brother. Like hot damn, right? Oh my gosh. Whoo. I tell you what, them jeans, girl. Mm -hmm. So she or he said to Isabel and Max, and again, this could be editing, when she's like, when Isabel says, you know, that's my mom, what's going on? There's another baby. And Hot Main's brother says, she's not your sister. That could either be this baby that Louise had that would be a, a girl, I'm guessing, saying that's not your sister or what if hot main's brother was saying to max isabel isn't your sister when he said she's not your sister he's actually referring to isabel and that was just the trailer trying to make us think he was talking about louise's possible baby gasp gasp what what did you do I'm just saying, what if that was some, like, Bravo editing? You know how those Bravo network editors do. What if the CW team was, like, taking – why would they just spill that in the freaking trailer, okay? What if That's he's act- – like, what if he's actually saying, like, no, Isabel's not your sister. You guys were not in the same pod. You just have that connection, that same connection that Louise and Nora have. Maybe. Hang on. I got to open my Truly for that. That That's was a lot. Say- I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what i'm saying girl what if that's who knows and what if they just have you know this connection like nora and louise do or what if nora and louise were sisters and that's why they have this connection we don't know i love that idea like we have just and they have just assumed they are siblings like right they have no idea. Or what, if, bloodlines. or what if they're not, the only reason they have that connection is because they shared a pod. What if they're not siblings, but you have this connection because you shared a pod? What if, you know, that's part of their, um, like, mythology or part of, like, how it works? Like, if you share a pod with someone for so long, you have this connection. Look at, um, who's, wait. Rosa and Noah and yeah. all of that. Yeah. Just like that, mm-hmm. whole, that whole shebang. But it kind of feels like the pod, it somehow does something with the DNA. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that totally is what happened with Rosa. Okay. Another theory about Max and Isabel. So in the trailer, they say you came from something else. We have no idea how alien reproduction works. Like, we know that Nora's son is Michael. Like, that's been confirmed. But what if Max and Isabel are actually, like, clones or something? Like, what if they are just, like, spliced DNA from other aliens? Like, we have no idea how they actually came to be. And, like, what the F are the pods even? Like, how is that connected to them you know like maybe a clone has to like cook a little bit you know and that's like how the what the pods are for so yeah that's my theory that maybe that's the other place they came from you know well in addition to that we don't even know if like what if um 
yes, we know Michael is Nora's son, but what if she had to have him like, you know, kind of like we have surrogates now, but the surrogate is the pod. Like what if they actually can't reproduce within themselves and somehow their DNA is in pods. And that's why Nora said she's the only one that can protect the child because they haven't been able to reproduce. But the fact that Louise, you know, had intercourse with Branson, Bronson, Branson, Bronson, Bronson. And so now she's pregnant and Nora's like, we can't get pregnant. Like, what are you talking about? So what, maybe that's why she was like, she's the only one that can protect the child because she is with the child, meaning we can't reproduce. Like, this is like, this is, uh, this is the savior. Like, this is the special, you know, like baby thing. I don't know. Maybe they left their planet because they could no longer produce life and they were trying to find a way to sustain and produce life. And maybe that's why they came to earth and thought maybe that DNA could match or something, but Louise legit fell in love with someone and proved their theory. Right. I don't know. And maybe hand guy, hand guy who was clearly also hand guy in the fair photo. Maybe he's trying to find Louise and they're not just hiding from the American government. They're hiding from hand guy because hand guy's still trying to like reproduce or something on, you know, planet earth. But maybe Louise was the only one that could do it. For some reason. Dang. Dang. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. No, that, I love that because we never really talked about why they have pods because when they crashed, like not everyone was in a pod because they're up walking around. Right. So it's not just for like, you know, travel safety. It's clearly for like baby cooking or something. Uh And like, we don't, really know how all that stuff works like yeah what if what if that's that what if the pods are actually like how they reproduce and the fact that louise got pregnant like she's like you know i gotta protect her like that's a big deal Uh, you know the the dudes on our dudes on our planet are shooting blanks you know (laughs) it's just not happening for them they try real hard you know Mm -hmm. i love that i love that theory i love that we have turned this alien show into like full on reproductive discussions. It's like matrix it. meets, you know, um, children of men meets. I don't know yet, but that's clone wars, clone wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I wonder if it'll be like clone wars. Like they all have, well, they don't have a chip in them, but like, what if there's like a psychic connection between all of the aliens and they somehow weaponize it? <gasps> oh my God. What? Let's just start writing fanfic. I mean, my God. All right. We could just have so much fun. Cheers. Virtual cheers. I love everything about this show and like the ability that, you know, or like the options that it gives you to just like theorize. Mm -hmm. Give it to me and give it to me in a pod with curly hair and a freaking cowboy hat. Because yes, (laughs) I love it. I love. I don't know if you remember I wrote it like really early in season one. I wrote a whole article about how I thought that Michael was the Jon Snow of this show. Yeah. That he is painted to be kind of the throwaway brother that no one really thinks is important. Mm-hmm. What if he is the one? What if he is the head honcho? What if he's the prince that was promised and all that nonsense? Like, 
what if it's him? And they just have no idea because they don't have the full story and they haven't been given all the facts. We don't know. And they don't know. They've just kind of, you know, Michael didn't have the privilege that Max and Isabel did. They were adopted. They were given a great life. Michael was, you know, passed over by the junkyard guy who sort of knew his mom when he was a kid. Like, he has such a different upbringing. Like, if he was the one adopted, how different would his life be? And would he be looked at as the hero of the pod squad? You know, like, it's all about the circumstance of the three of them. They have no idea who they were meant to be if they mm-hmm. had stayed, you know, on their planet. Stayed the course or whatever. Let's talk about Michael and um, that. Sanders? Oh, my God. That Sanders scene? trying to adopt him. Oh. Walt. Oh, so sweet. So sad. I hope they do, like, an alternate reality one where, like, we get to see what would have happened if, like, all of these things had happened. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, this show won't go down those roads, but, like, I would love to have seen what life would have been like for Michael then, you know? It just makes me so sad, but that whole, everything about that was so sweet, and, like, the emotion, it, was, it wasn't even a long scene. It was just, you know how much he wanted a home, mm-hmm. and he wanted to find his family. And what was the closest connection earthly connection that he could have gotten to that when he was younger when he was looking to be adopted so like that would have been huge for him but he he wasn't allowed to mm-hmm. it made me so sad made and me like so sad. such well, a, a well-acted scene too like it was in the the sunlight like everything oh, about it was just shot, beautiful. it was stunning and i think you know and it showed michael too so much about like it just said so much about what's going on with the world and like what's fair and what's not fair. And the fact that he's still, you know, someone, someone loved him and someone wanted him, but you know, sometimes the world just fucking sucks and you just can't get what you deserve. But I think to know that people tried and that they really tried, Mm -hmm. I think that was all he really needed to feel like, okay, like it is, and I think he was already on that path of feeling like I need to put, take my life into my own hands and, you know, not have a chip on my shoulder. And I think maybe this will start to, you know, have that chip disappear a little bit. To become a crumb. Yes. To become a little crumb. A little crumb on his shoulder. I thought that was, that was all so great. And like really makes you look at Max differently. Like, Mm -hmm. Is Max really the hero that we've all decided he is? Or did he just have the right circumstances? Did he have the privilege that Michael wasn't given? And is Michael really the protector and not Max? You know? I mean, he was the one. He took the crayon and he calmed him down. Mm -hmm. And, like, that is the reason. I wonder, like, how Max would do with that information. Like, I think that would destroy him. Well, he knows. Sheriff Valenti told Max. But I'm sorry. I mean, I meant to say like. Oh, Michael. Had, like if they oh. had always known that. Right. Yes. Like, what would that have done instead of Max feeling like he had to be like, hey, buckaroo, or how you doing? Right. You know, like to change the vibe, knowing like you should be grateful to him. Like he, mm-hmm. he's the reason you are where you are. Right. Like you definitely could have been Michael. And we've seen that darkness in Max and we see 
what that darkness can do. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck shit up when he gets upset. Like, like yeah. he killed a man. He killed you know? a man. Yeah, drama. And I'm I'm really excited to see the next episode and to see what exactly the whole baby thing with the Louise being alive. Like, what? I don't know. I feel like there's just so many layers. The show's like an onion, Liz. We're just it we're is. just peeling it, and it's making us cry. <laughs> sometimes we like it, you know. Sometimes we want to deep fry it, dip it in a little barbecue sauce because mm-hmm. it makes us feel fancy. Mm-hmm. But so many layers and so much stuff going on, and like, just when you think you have a good theory, like some other crazy shit happens because it's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. We are not getting the full 1947 story, and I can't wait until we do. Like, I love that story. I love all all of it. It's great. I want that. Now I know why when we first interviewed, one of the first times we interviewed Karina, Karina McKenzie, the showrunner, she said the first season I wanted to do so much, but you have to prove your budget first, you know, to get all the 1947 flashback stuff. And she said she wanted to do so much more with 1947 flashbacks. So it's so cool to see that. I mean, this season's like jam packed with them. It's awesome. It is, and it it does feel like it's two different shows. It's very like This Is Us in a way. Like there's like this whole different cast of people and characters mm-hmm. in a completely different timeline, but it, what they do is so linked to the present characters and like getting to see how that intertwines. Before we sign off, I also need to just point out one thing that I thought was crazy, and I don't know if it's just like coincidence or whatever happened but Alex finding that brick in the booth and then finding yeah yeah, how do we not talk about that okay yeah I was like what in that like that brought me because I know we talked about a lot in our season one podcast that we thought that Alex could be like the fourth alien and that he could have a completely different shiz going on or he could be like possessed. Like we had all these different theories because sometimes it seems like his motives are a little different. Like we're like, wait, what are you doing? Like it was crazy to me that he like knew exactly what to do and what to find. And it might just be like the writers had to get there and that's fine too. Like we're both, Mm -hmm. you know, we both write, we both know sometimes you just got to get the character to the thing. And like, yes, this was like a great way to do that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, how did no one notice that brick? Also, like everyone in freaking Roswell is just like hiding shit behind bricks all the time. Like Rosa does it. They're just I know. Like, <laughs> are they all Masons? Like what? How do they know how to do this? <laughs> like It's crazy. I know because I've – well, you, have you ever tried to drill into brick? You need like a certain drill bit and, you know, to chip away at that mortar. Like I'm just saying. It's hard. It's hard. So some effort went into that. Just like, you know, I mean, like last week, the lever. Okay. Boom. Oh, Max. Oh, Max. Well, okay. We just, we just spewed so many theories at you guys. Tweet us at pure underscore fandom. Tell us what you think. We are going to, um, of course, record next week as well and we're going to take all your theories into consideration we want to see them on the tweet the tweeters so make sure you tweet us check out all of our other podcasts on pure fandom we have lots of amazing podcasts 
lots of awesome writers writing about some of your favorite shows, both past and present. And as always, thanks so much for joining us. This was a blast. Yes, thank you. Cheers to, you know, whether drinking water or something a little saucier. Cheers. We're happy you could be here with us. Cheers, guys. I can't wait till next episode. More flashbacks. (laughs) Yes, more flashbacks, more everything, more things hidden in bricks because, yeah, we need it. We need it.